Hey everyone, and welcome to your daily dose of Healing to Shift, where the goal is to heal our souls and to transform our minds so we can transform our lives. This is truly a self-love journey, and it starts with you. Hello, 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 ladies. Welcome back. How was everyone's weekend? I hope everyone's weekend went well. And you guys will hear me say that a lot because um, I know things can get in the way and we may have things planned out for our weekend. And sometimes we don't get to those things and that's okay. But um, I really want to challenge you ladies to set your intentions and do your best to stick to them and, and try not to let um, unforeseen occurrences, our children, um, our friends, whatever it may be, get in the way of the things that we have set out to do, especially if it's something that's going to benefit us in the long run and um, uh, give us those, those, you know, breakthrough moments that we need. So the topic for today, well, let me say this too, ladies, thanks for sticking it out with me. I have been under the weather for three weeks and I was like, you know what, Patrice, the show must go on. And so I went through a nasal phase where I, I felt like I sounded congested. And then I went through the dry mouth and dry uh, throat phase. And even right now I got like this trickle in my throat. And I was telling my friend the other day, I was like, girl, I'll be so glad when I don't sound like T-balls anymore. Cause I just feel like I sound hoarse, but, um, yeah, so I just, I just wanted to say that. And so the topic for today, ladies is the dangers of people pleasing. Who should you really please? Now, before I get into this topic, let me just uh, put this side note out there that the things that I share with you ladies, it's simply just information. It is not to judge anyone. It's not judge formation. It's simply just information and it's just to um, help you guys to bring light of certain things to hopefully make improvements in our lives because that's my goal. I, I just want um, all of us to improve our lives in some form. And uh, a lot of times improving our lives involves a lot of self-reflecting and acknowledgement, being honest with ourselves, acknowledgement of the things that we need to change and putting in the work that we need to put in to make those changes. And uh, so, yeah, it's just, it's, it's simply information, not just formation. Okay. And I hope y'all caught that. All right. So I felt compelled to speak on the dangers of people pleasing because I know so many people, including myself, that have went through a stage in life of people pleasing. And, you know, as I was writing this, I what came to mind was a friend of mine and she used to be a serial people pleaser. She's not the first person I have met like this. 
she had a hard time standing up for herself, telling people no, and she would find herself in situations that make her uncomfortable, but she would endure the situation just to avoid confrontation. And there have also been several conversations between me and this person about people crossing their boundaries with her, but because she didn't want to make them mad or would rather so-called go along to get along, she found herself bottling up her emotions and dwelling on their offenses. There has also been times when she strayed away from something she was passionate about because of fear of what others might say or think. And I'm sure this may sound familiar to a lot of you guys. This was definitely me. For years, I uh, subjected what um, the gifts I had, what 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 I believe God was calling me to do. And it was because of fear of, of what people would think or what people would say. And a lot of times that fear comes from a past experience of us uh, shedding light on those gifts or our passions. And someone did respond in a negative way. And we've just held on to that over the years until we muster up some boldness to finally make a stance and say, you know what? I don't care what anybody says or thinks I'm going to do me. And so, um, yeah. So getting back to my friend, you know, when I was thinking about her, you know, frankly, her need to people please was holding her back from walking into her purpose her true calling, her gift. So for this reason, I wanted to talk about people pleasing because I don't care what you do. People are going to hate on you, find fault in you, try to manipulate you and hold you back from your destiny. So how can we stop people pleasing? Well, first off, Let's just briefly talk about what a people pleaser is and what causes it for some people that may not uh, completely know what that is. A people pleaser is a person who has an emotional need to please others, often at the expense of his or own, of his or her own needs or desires. They have a difficulty saying no to others, setting healthy boundaries, making a defense for themselves, articulating their emotions clear clearly, calling people out on their behavior that makes them uncomfortable, will change something about themselves or their lifestyle to make someone feel comfortable, avoid disagreeing with people or voicing their honest opinion, and go along with things to avoid creating friction. So what develops someone into a people pleaser? Well, there are several causes, but we'll just go over some of them, which uh, I, I believe are some of the most common ones. And it, it's just my opinion. So the first one, it starts with their childhood, their upbringing. All children have a natural desire to feel loved, be accepted, and have their parents' approval of them. Who they are at the core. 
when parents become fault finders, constantly looking for or pointing out what is wrong with a child instead of what is right about them, a child will look for ways or even create ways to gain the love, acceptance, and approval of their parents. Abuse can also mold a child to become a people pleaser. The people pleasing child grows up into a people pleasing adult. Now, fault finding can be subtle or it can be excessive. Either way, if a child has never been made to feel that they are loved, accepted, and have the approval of their parents, they can develop into adults with low self-esteem. They feel that their needs aren't important. People-pleasing becomes a way of filling in the void, of feeling less than, and by helping others, they feel as if they have a sense of purpose. The next one I want to make light of is trauma. Trauma can be physical, mental, and emotional. Trauma can come from a parent or another adult. As an adult, you can develop into a people pleaser if you have experienced some form of trauma in your life. When you have been physically, mentally, and emotionally abused, you believe something is wrong with you. That if you fix this or change that about yourself, you can gain the approval of the one abusing you. So you try to gain the affection and admiration of the one you fear as a means of survival similar to that of a child. If you or someone else manages to get out of that abusive relationship, you carry this trauma into the next relationship, which causes you to either tread very carefully with the person and be guarded, or you continue on a path of people pleasing. The third cause I want to bring out is conflict avoidance. Conflict avoidance is the act of withdrawing from conflict or avoiding conflict altogether. And this was me big time. People who practice conflict avoidance avoid confrontation, arguments, and disagreements. Some people are afraid of getting hurt or rejected. Some people view conflict as a negative experience and believe it will lead to pain and drama. Conflict avoidance is manifested in several ways. And some of those ways is denying an issue exists by ignoring it or checking out emotionally, for instance, going completely silent during a conflict, changing the subject and enduring the uncomfortable moment of conflict instead of expressing your feelings. So these are all forms of people-pleasing that is used to avoid conflict. The final cause of people-pleasing that we are going to discuss is social anxiety. Social anxiety is an intense, persistent fear of being watched and judged by others. People with social anxiety may feel the need to people-please in order for people and their friends to like them. They have a strong desire to fit in. And what's interesting is, this can be a subtle attempt to control other people's perceptions, especially if you're someone who is dealing with insecurities. All right, so now that we discussed those four, what are the risks of people pleasing? Well, the first one is stress occurs. When you have a long to-do list uh, due to people pleasing, or if you're not being your authentic self because you're trying to be something someone thinks you should be, or you're ignoring your wants or needs to please others, it can make you feel stressed or anxious. 
The second one is tiredness, taking on too much or putting on a more cheerful persona around others can be mentally or physically draining. The next one is neglect. If you are investing all of your time and energy into the wants and needs of others, you will neglect or you will start to neglect aspects of your own self-care. This could include taking the time to recharge and replenish your energy by getting adequate rest or resetting mentally. And those things are so important. The fourth one is resentment. If you keep pleasing others and neglect what pleases you, what makes you happy, you'll begin to resent yourself and others. The fifth way is relationship problems. When a person is unhappy, it can affect their relationships. Uh, for example, a person may feel their partner takes advantage of their willingness uh, to help, even if that's not the case. But due to the insecurities developed from people pleasing, it may seem that way. The final one I want to bring out is loss of identity. People who think a lot about pleasing others may become less aware of what they want, how they feel, and what makes them happy. This may mean that they are less in touch with their needs or who they are. Now, when I was doing my research and uh, thinking about all of this information and processing it and, and thinking about my own life and thinking about the experience of others, you know, it, it got me to thinking about what God says about it. And I, I like to hear what he says about certain things because the Bible is just timeless. And it took me years to many, many years to appreciate God's word. And when I did start to dig deep and start to develop an appreciation of God's word, I found out that a lot of the self-help books and uh, motivational speakers and and uh, you know these these coaching programs and stuff, a lot of their foundational information, whether they know it or not, comes from God's word, and that's just my opinion. So, anywho, it just it got me to digging, and this is what came to my mind. God is a jealous God. And when you are a people pleaser, you become a victim of servitude to people. Although there are things or circumstances or events that have occurred that has caused someone to be a people pleaser, God makes it clear that our primary focus should be on pleasing him and him alone. So, in my digging, it led me to a couple of scriptures and I'm going to share them with y'all. And I'm by no means uh, preaching to y'all. Like I said, I'm just sharing information. And I I believe it's, it's very useful information. And so when I was digging, it even highlighted some things um, that I didn't know before. So the first scripture I want us to read is Galatians 1 verse 10. And it says, for Am I now seeking the favor of men or of God? Or am I striving to please men? If I were still pleasing men, I should not be a servant of Christ. Now for me, ladies, this scripture blew my mind. It summed it all up for me. Stop people pleasing point blank, period. 
because you cannot be a servant of Christ and of God if you are more concerned with pleasing men. And so the second scripture that I was led to was John 5, verse 44. And I want us to read this. It says, how can you believe who receive honor from one another and do not seek the honor that comes from the only true God? To believe means to have faith in with respect to a person or thing. The word honor means opinion, judgment, or view, whether good or bad. So the scripture is asking, how can you have faith in God when you take or accept the opinion, judgment, or view of others, but you don't seek the opinion, judgment, or view of God? And I thought this was so interesting because Galatians 1 verse 10 and John 5 verse 44 both highlight the dangers of people pleasing. We risk losing our relationship with God and we cannot be considered a follower of Christ if we have more faith in men or esteem their opinions of us more than we have faith in God and esteem his opinion of us. The next scripture is Proverbs 16 verse 7 and it says, when a man's ways please the Lord, he make even his enemies be at peace with him. And so I was just really thinking about this because what I did, I Googled scriptures on people pleasing and it brought up several scriptures, but these were the ones that just stood out to me. And so I really dug on this one. And this is this was my understanding of it. It's you know, the scripture reveals the benefit of being solely focused on pleasing God. People will always find fault with you, but they will especially find fault with you if they know you are a people pleaser. There are people who intentionally take advantage of people pleasers and mistreat them all because they know it is through manipulation of your feelings and insecurities that they can get you to do what they want you to do if you are a people pleaser. Also, people who have become accustomed to having their way with you will become angered or displeased towards you for changing your people-pleasing behavior. But if you focus on what God thinks about you and pleasing him only, he will silence your enemies or the ones that have caused you some form of trauma and he will make them behave. I've witnessed this in my own life. For instance, when I finally got the courage to stand up for myself and be authentic in who I am at the core, uh, a family member of mine was outraged and they were so used to emotionally and mentally controlling me uh, to get me to capitulate to what they wanted me to do. But when I made a firm stand by only placing credence in how God sees me and what he thinks about me, uh, therefore being more concerned in pleasing him than this family member of mine, I have noticed complete silence. All right. So um, the last scripture I want to bring out in regards to people pleasing is 1 Thessalonians 2 verse 4. And it says, but as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel or good news, when so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God, which trieth or examine or approve our hearts. God is the only one that can examine our hearts or approve our hearts, not man. 
In order for God to trust us with his good news or an assignment, we have to speak about the good news or fulfill our assignment in a way that pleases God and not man. We want our hearts to be approved by him. All of these scriptures highlight how God feels about people pleasing, but how can we stop our people pleasing habits? What are some actions we can take to change our behavior from people pleasing to God pleasing? Because this is the only way, in my opinion, to really find true happiness and, and purpose and meaning in life. Philippians 4 verse 6 says, do not be anxious over anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, along with thanksgiving, let your petitions be made known to God. I wanted to mention this scripture because this is so true, y'all. When I was crippled by the fear of man, I supplicated that thing away. I told God all of my fears and concerns, and I asked him for courage and confidence. I asked him to give me boldness in speech and to be able to make a defense for myself. And let me tell y'all, he did that. For example, God had been pushing me to write and to speak, but I was avoiding it because of fear of man. And I had also avoided it because growing up, I received negative feedback in regards to it from people who I was very close to. Not only that, I had a lot of insecurities because I have someone in my life who is a fault finder and has always been since I was a child. But one day he made me face it because I knew I would feel so fulfilled in doing what he has called me to do. And that is to serve other women by helping them heal emotionally through spoken and written words. But I needed a cleansing. I poured out my heart to God and asked him to remove and kill all negative emotions and fear of man. And ladies, let me tell y'all, he did that and more. So thinking about all of this, it, it led me to this. Sometimes when we pray, I don't think we're detailed enough. And this is the link to seeing results. Be specific. Mention names, detailed hurts, disappointments, traumas. Mention how it has affected you and the change you would like to see within yourself. Ask him to make you because how can he help you to do something you haven't even started? If you're bitter, angry, resentful, and feel hatred towards someone or something, tell God about it. He can be trusted with your feelings unlike people. Also, unlike people, God is the only one who can do something about the way you feel and what he will do for you is always good. So here's an exercise I want you to do if you're faced with insecurities, pain, hurt, resentment, feelings of hatred, betrayal, lack of confidence, whatever it may be. Write down all of the things on a piece of paper. And when you are done, take a lighter and before setting it on fire, I want you to say this and I want you to say it out loud and I want you to say it from the, from the inner depths of your emotions. Say, God, I give it to you and it dies with me. Then burn it. 
Of course, in a safe place, preferably a barrel outside or a stainless steel kitchen, maybe even in a toilet. But the point is, this is a cleansing, a way to rid yourself of negativity that is holding you back from a life of fulfillment, purpose, happiness, and peace, a life that pleases God. The second way is to take your time before responding to a request or committing to something. If something does not resonate in your spirit well, then it is not for you. So be cautious of those cues. Say no. And look, even if you have to do it through a text message, do that. That is not a cowardly thing to do. That is protecting your emotional state of being. And until you can get to the point where you can say no, like outright no without a, a text message or an email, um, email then you, you do those things. But the, the, the point is um, we're creating these necessary boundaries and hopefully with, with the goal in mind to stop uh, these people-pleasing behaviors so we can have some inner relief, some emotional relief and some, some peace and, you know, start on a journey of being focused on pleasing God and even doing things that make us happy. So what will happen is your confidence will build up as you practice saying no, setting boundaries and making a defense for yourself. Some of the hardest people to say no to and speak up for ourselves to are family members. But sometimes they need to be taught how to treat us or retaught how to treat us. That there is a new you that is standing up for yourself and putting your needs ahead of their needs and is more concerned with pleasing God than them. Now, there are other action steps we can take, but the key is to rely on God. He can turn anything around for you. Also, people will adjust. They may not like the new you at first or ever, and that's their business. But if they are meant to be in your life and love you, they will come around with a more accepting attitude. They don't have to agree, nor do they have to understand the new you. But if they want to remain in your life and you in theirs, they do have to accept it to a degree. Well, ladies, this ends our chat for today. I hope this has helped you or someone else. Be positive, ladies, and don't be afraid to rid your life of negativity. We are creating new minds so we can be who God has called us to be. We are on a shift movement. Until next time, have an awesome week. Also, if you like what you are hearing, please leave a five-star review. And I, I know I say that in every podcast, but I'm let me just briefly explain why I say that. Reviews help me to score higher in the browser. And so um, it would be, you know, very helpful to me if you ladies can help me out with that. So it makes me more discoverable to new listeners. All right. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Barrett All Mommy. And I look forward to talking with you ladies next week.